Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 131, five energizing ideas for hardworking teachers to fully disconnect from school. Oh, so we are moving into the summer. Well, some of us are. I know that there's still people out there that are in the classroom and you're working so hard and it's June. It's like the middle of June now and hopefully you're coming to an end. I'm still always shocked when I find out that people are still in the classroom. I just, it just, oh, it makes me feel bad. So if you are still in the classroom, then hang in there, you're eventually going to get to the end. And if you're still in the classroom, then I want you to check out my episode about using theme weeks at the end, because it's so helpful to have activities planned and ready to go based around like a camping theme or surfing theme or Western, or sports, superheroes, anything like that. It makes it so much easier. So if you're a second grade teacher, check that out. I'll link to it in the show notes. Also, I have those packs in my TPT shop. All right, but if you are home for the summer and you are needing to disconnect a little bit, then this is the episode for you. I was recently in a Facebook group with some teachers and a third grade teacher. She wrote about how she was feeling guilty about not working in the summer. I wanted to take her sweet, sweet hand and tell her, it's okay. You don't have to work in the summer. You get to take a break. I wanted to just give her a big hug and send her on a cruise. And if I could afford to do that, I would totally. How fun would that be? Um, Is this you? Are you struggling to disconnect? It can happen to all of us. I too, yes, I've spent years, years working right through the summer. And I missed, I missed years of my kids lives, because I was working for free over the summer. And there's just so much more to life than putting yourself only into your classroom and not having any other aspects of yourself developed and nurtured and taken care of. So it's time to disconnect, my friend, and it's going to actually make you a better teacher in the end. So come take a listen while I share five energizing ideas for you to disconnect for the summer. Hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, This teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey. Okay, so I have a few housekeeping things to tell you before we jump into some ways to energize yourself. And the first is, I'm going to say this now, but I don't want you to think about it yet. But I do want you to know that I am doing a summer series in my Facebook group, Makerspace Thinking and Learning with Trina Debery. And so each Monday at 1030 in the morning, I except for except for today, today's episode, which is on the what is it like the 14th? I think it's the 14th. Um, today's episodes at 1:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That way you had a chance to remember that it was available. Um, anyway, so I'm doing a summer series. So each each Monday for the rest of the summer, 1030 on Mondays, all the way through till the end of July, I'll be doing a short little focused 
PD for you. And I'm starting with pot using podcasts in the classroom. That's today. And then next week will be how to use podcasting as an alternative form of assessment. And then we'll be talking about lots of things about makerspace. And so that will go on for several weeks with a bunch of different topics. And then we'll conclude the summer series with community building in your classroom. So you'll be all ready to get back to school. So there's there's PD available to you, but I don't want you to do it yet until you've had a chance to disconnect. I think it's really important, but I do want you to know that's available. I'm going to link to my group in the show notes. It's um, Makerspace Thinking and Learning with Trina Debery on Facebook. So you can check me out there. If you can't make that time, it'll always be in there for the replay. And then I also wanted to tell you that um, it's the episode with the themes, if you're still in school, is a episode 126, five captivating themes for an end of the year bonanza. So a link to that as well. And then the last thing I want to tell you is that there's going to be some some training at the middle middle towards end of July. So you should be able to take a little bit of a break. But then when you're ready to think about next year and get yourself situated and planned, because yes, I know that has to happen too. What I'm about to talk to you about is is you taking care of yourself first. But once you have done that and you've given yourself a chance to refresh and reset and recharge and refocus, then you will be so much better off and ready to plan for next year. And when you're ready, my Mastering Makerspace class is coming back. My course is coming back. It'll be all be opening it in July, July 15th. So if you want actually want to be on the waiting list, you can and you can find that at Trina Debery, teaching and learning.com backslash wait page, one word altogether wait page. It's not really one word, but it's one word on the slug. So it helps you know how to get to the URL. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. And you will be notified when that is open and ready to go. And then last but not least, whole teacher eclecticon. Uh, if you went last year, you know that this is an, uh, just a an amazing opportunity for lots of training. The whole teacher is looked at. We're taking into account the whole entire teacher and all the aspects of teaching. And you can join us at Whole Teacher Eclecticon. And I will link to that in the show notes. Because if you join through me, you get a freebie. You get a free digital citizenship unit, which is great for the beginning of the year. It's it's great if you're online, but it's also great if you're not online. Because you know your kids will be on the internet at some point, probably a lot more more now than ever before. And so it's really a great way to, for, to help kids learn about being good citizens when they're out in the digital world. And it's, it's relevant to the physical world as well. So hopefully you enjoy that. All right, so that's all I'm going to tell you about for future learning, because now I want you to refocus. I want you to reset. I think I told you that I was going to Oregon and that I did. And I even mentioned it in last week's episode, even though I'm going to tell you, honestly, that was recorded before I went to Oregon, but I knew it was going to be amazing. So I was going to say it anyway, but I didn't really talk about it because I hadn't gone yet. So now I've been back for two weeks, actually. Well, I guess it's not really two weeks, maybe. Is it two weeks? I guess so. I guess this is the second week. But oh, talk about incredible. What an incredible experience. I met a friend of mine in Oregon. And I also my daughter ended up coming kind of at the last minute, which was just so great. I love her. And 
she came. So it was the three of us and we explored nature. We, I rented a car and we went to Cannon Beach and we saw a haystack rock, which is like the lava, like that has shot out and like shot back up. And it's this huge rock in in the Pacific Ocean. It's so cool. So we did that. It was beautiful. So beautiful. And then we went hiking in Multnomah. I can't say it right. Multnomah, Multnomah Falls. And we went to several different falls. Oh gosh, just beautiful. And I actually had this like life affirming experience. And I want to share it with you because I think I think it's a really good like metaphor for life. So my daughter and my friend, they always joke about how I'm they know I'm going to go ahead of them. Like I'm going to I always end up hiking ahead of them because we've hiked together in um, North Carolina. And and I'm like, yes, you're right. Because I like to do it like a workout. Plus, it's it's very, it's like a very, it's a kind of spiritual thing for me. So I really, I, I like being on the trail alone. I like having my moment out, you know, with, with whatever you believe, like with the universe, with God, like it's, and that's, that's what I think about. And it's very, it's just, I don't know, being in the moment in nature, which I talk about in a few minutes, one of the your energizing ideas is so such a great way for for you to be in the moment with like the world and with what you believe. And it's so magical. So I was going up the mountain and I knew it was going to be a pretty hefty hike because there was like two falls on top of each other. So you we were going to go all the way to the very top. And so it was hard. Like, you know, you start and the closer you get to the top, like the more the round and round the switchbacks that you do and where you're like, you go one way and then you go back the other way and one way back the other way. And, you know, that can really mess with your head because you're like, how many times am I going to have to go around the corner only to realize I have to go around another corner? <laughs> but isn't that so how life is? Like, I, I feel like that's life. That's my life. It's like every time I think I'm there, I'm to the finish line or I, I've, I'm going to get out of this situation or it's going to be better or, you know, I'm going to, you know, figure out what to do with myself or something's going to get better for my, one of my kids or anything like that. I always feel like I hit the switch back and then I'm like, oh man, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. So I started getting tired. So it was a couple of times I stopped to like catch my breath because I was like, <sighs> you know, breathing like that. And everybody that was walking up was doing the same thing. People were around me, but not too close. And I would like pass people. People coming down were smiling and happy and they were fine. But people going up, we were out of breath. And so I'm like, oh gosh, like, am I going to make it? I'm going to stop for a second. And I like stopped and I looked out and I just looked at this beautiful landscape and I'm just in awe of the world and the earth. And I was like, okay, just keep going. Just keep going. You, you, you're almost there. You have to be almost there. So I just kept going, kept going. And then every time I'd come around the corner, I'm like, no, this is what life is. We're going to have struggle. It's going to be hard. There's going to be setbacks. We might have to stop for a break, but we keep putting one foot in front of the other and we're eventually going to come out on the other side. And that was the part that as soon as I came around and I'm like, I'm at the top, it was like, <sighs> and there was even a little part of it that was kind of anticlimactic because you couldn't see, you had to like lean out to see over the top and you couldn't lean out too far. You, you know, fall in. There's like a, it was like a gated area. 
And I'm like, oh, I need to see like the whole massive parts of it. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Like sometimes you don't get to see the magnificent from the top. Like sometimes you see all the hard work that you did and maybe it doesn't feel worth it. But if you look closely, you can see how worth it it is. It was just a really incredible experience. And I cried and I got, I sat in the water and like took my shoes off, put my feet in, was standing in the rocks by the time my friend and her da- my daughter got up there and they were both like dying. And <laughs> I was already in my like high of woohoo. I was just so excited. So it was such, and then like going down was you know, fun. Like you're like basically running because it's steep and it, it just, it felt good. So I just think that we need to remember that sometimes that we just need to keep putting our one foot in front of the other and that we do need to take a break sometimes. So it was a really incredible trip and that was not all. Like then we walked around Portland, we ate the best food, we got to see, you know, all kinds of really cool places. Things are still shut down more than they are where I am because I'm in Florida and everything's open. I feel like we're, yeah. Anyway, and so it was a, a different experience, but I just loved the embracing of, of, all human beings. That was like the message that I kept hearing or seeing in Portland. And I I loved that. I thought it was beautiful. So I recommend Portland or Oregon. Anyway, so let's move on to five energizing ideas to really help you disconnect. Because that's another thing I thought, and I know I've told the story before about putting your own oxygen mask on, but I was reminded of that multiple times on this trip. Because when I flew there from Florida, it was like, three times up and down. It was brutal. I had to like go like take off in, from Tampa, stop in some random place like Phoenix or something and then stay on the airplane for 50 minutes and then which I did not plan well for food. I was starving and then get back up in the sky and then fly to Denver and then get down and change planes and then get back in the sky and fly to Oregon. And it was brutal. So I heard this message a lot. So I thought of you a lot. I thought when they talked about that oxygen mask coming down, it was so important for you to put it on yourself first before you did it for a child or another person. And I'm like, that's so true. And I feel like we need to remember that all the time as teachers. If we don't put our own oxygen mask on, if we don't take care of ourselves, if we don't refresh and disconnect and rejuvenate, we're not going to be able to be our best selves for others. And they need us to be our best selves. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so here's idea number one. Give yourself permission. Before that's the idea, like give yourself permission. Before I tell you like specific ideas of things, that is the number one thing to do. You have to give yourself permission. You have to tell yourself it's okay to take a break. I think about that third grade teacher and I think about all the teachers that I that I talk to on Facebook or that I know in my own school or that I've worked with in the last 20 something years. And I think we've got to give ourselves permission. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to tell ourselves it's okay. We have to stop the systemic cycle of shaming one another or guilting ourselves into giving far more than than is necessary. We we don't need to do that. We need to take a break. So give yourself permission. That's the first thing. The second idea is to then sit down with a piece of paper if you're a paper p- 
pencil person or with sticky notes if you would like to move things around or with like something like Trello, which is like sticky notes online or Google Docs or whatever you whatever you think the best with and write down, brainstorm things that about yourself that you haven't fully developed, but you would like to or interests that you have that you haven't taken a lot of time to nurture. So for example, if I were to sit down, I might say, you know, even myself as a woodworker, like I love to build things, but I don't give myself enough time to rejuvenate in that way. So like woodworking, yoga, you know, working out, maybe even reading, reading fiction, not reading teacher books, but reading something for pleasure. You know, we if we want kids to love reading, then we have to open the doors for reading for pleasure. And we have to be an example of that. So think about that. Think about things that you you just know about yourself that you haven't even even bothered with in a long time, it might even be parenting, it might even be playing with your kids. And be honest with yourself. And if you can't think of anything, that's the problem right there. That's when you need to start trying new things to see if there's something that you've been missing and you didn't realize it about yourself. It's really important. So that's idea number two. Idea number three, and it, this might work for you. It might not. This might be a new idea for you. It might be something that you're, you're like, oh, I haven't nurtured that. Take a yoga class or a meditation class. Several years ago, I got certified to teach yoga. I did a teach a yoga teach training, and it was it was intense. It was like a you know a couple months and a lot of yoga practice and a test and you know all that stuff. And I was it really helped me. It was hot yoga, so it really helped me be learn to be uncomfortable, like learn to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. And I think it helped me in the school system. Like I, that's when I was the student support specialist and I was, it was really unhappy and really stressed out all the time. And I, I'm like, this is really, actually, that's not true. It was even before that it was, it was just a hard time. And it helped me get out of my own head and stay present in the moment. Cause if I didn't, I was going to fall over and faint. So it was really helpful. So I'm going to suggest taking a yoga class or any kind of workout class that has forces you to be in the moment. Nothing that's super easy that you can your mind can start wandering, but something you have to focus you have to focus on your breathing or you feel like you're going to faint. So it's something like that. It could or it could be a meditation class, but something that keeps you in the moment. All right, idea number 4. Play outside. Yes, play outside, explore nature, be one with nature. I really think nature has a way of reminding us kind of how small we are and how, what a small part of the world we are. And, you know, maybe it reminds us that we're not, the, every not every single thing is counting on just us. Like we are able to also be a part of things too. And that we, we need to, to, to remind ourselves of that and like be one with the earth. It's just important. And like doing the Oregon trip that really helped me going to the beach, going out in the mountains, going on a hike, going for a walk, you know, in your neighborhood, just being outside, getting some vitamin D, getting some sunshine. And I, I can't think of a place that's cold right now in June. I'm sure there are places maybe in the world. Um, but if you're in a cold place, then maybe it's time for a vacation because that can be a really energizing, um, you know, 
step as well. And I talked about I talked about taking a vacation and how important it is. And just a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, I'll link to that one as well. And then last but not least, energizing reason number five. And this one is to read a really good book, a, a fiction novel, or this is an and or find a show to invest in. Now I know you're thinking, well, that doesn't really, is that really going to help me? It is. Sometimes we get so invested in the characters on the show, or we get so invested in what's going to happen next. And we are like finally able to get out of our own head. And a lot of TV watching and whatever. Now I wouldn't suggest that as your only way of disconnecting. But I would suggest finding a show that interests you. Like I am such a bachelor nerd like I I like the bachelor and the bachelorette is back on and I'm like woohoo and then I listen to a podcast and I listen to the bachelor recap and I know you're judging me and that's okay because there's a lot of bachelor fans out there so I don't feel bad and that's not my only one like I've gotten really into this show called the bold type I don't know why but maybe it's because these these three friends live in New York and they work at this magazine together. And I don't know, I just think that would be so fun. And I love that. I like that show. I am a huge um, fan of The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, man, it's so intense, though. Right now, it's just so intense. It's definitely not going to put you in a happy mood. Like it's, uh, um, it's, it's just brilliant writing, acting, but man, is it intense. It's so if it's not for the faint of heart, for sure. Um, another one that I enjoyed, like binge watching was Shit's Creek. I thought that was fun. I always loved The Office and Parenthood. That's like one of my all time favorites. Gilmore Girls is another one of my all time favorites. So find a show and like escape, give yourself an opportunity to escape. So those are five reasons that I are five ideas that I hope energize you taking permission, giving yourself permission, you know, brainstorming things about yourself and really focusing in on that. And maybe it is, you know, again, it might be parenting, playing with your kids, spending that time with your kids, giving quality time, let them remember the summer, let them remember the things that they did that were fun, not you working on school again. That's what I think I gave my kids. They don't say that, but oh man, I know I'm like, there's so many times that I did. And sometimes I I look back and I think, I think I was doing that because I was avoiding my life. Like I was avoiding my marriage and that's not good. That's not healthy. We don't want that to happen. We want to be well-rounded, happy people. Okay, what was the other one? Take a yoga class, meditate, play outside, explore with nature, read a good book, invest in a really cool show. So those are just some ideas to help you disconnect from the world of education. And if you have to get off Facebook for a little while or off of social media, then do that you know, take a break, take a little bit of a break. If you have to set it on your calendar, like you're going to give yourself a time frame. I was gone for eight days and seven nights. And honestly, I really should have made it another week longer. I think if I had had another week longer, it would have been, I needed a little bit more time. Once I finally started to relax, I was like, it took a couple days. So I'm like, I need a little more time. So next time I'm going to go for a longer period of time and take a little bit more time. That's the goal. (sighs) Okay, so 
I hope this helps. I hope this gets you in a good mindset for back to school and you are feeling like, okay, maybe I can get a little bit more, more engaged with my own life and you can take care of you. I'd love to hear from you. Why don't you hop in the, rate the show, hop in there, give me five stars. I love it. And let me know what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you're doing for the summer. Write me at tdebury at trinadebaryteachingandlearning.com and tell me what you are doing for the summer. I'd love to hear from you. All right, people, this one tired teacher is ready for another vacation. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. <laughs>